This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Monday, February 20th. A Fulton County judge has denied an injunction that would have pressed pause on construction of Atlanta's planned public safety training center in DeKalb County. Superior Court Judge Thomas A. Cox Jr. ruled against the plaintiffs. DeKalb County resident Amy Taylor, DeKalb County Commissioner Ted Terry, and the South River Watershed Alliance, who have challenged the land development permits recently issued, citing environmental concerns. They asked the judge to issue an emergency temporary restraining order that would have halted work at the site until the matter can be heard by the county's zoning board of appeals. Cox wrote in denying the request that property owned by a governmental entity for governmental purposes is exempt from local zoning ordinances and the argument that continued construction of the project may result in high levels of sediment in Entrenchment Creek was speculative. He noted that since the construction was approved by both DeKalb County and the Georgia Environmental Protection Division, a sediment deposited within legal limits is allowed. Likewise, Cox ruled that the harm caused by potential disruption of enjoyment of Entrenchment Creek does not justify a full stop to the project. The Zoning Board of Appeals will likely hear the challenge April 12th. Up next, it's the question that's been looming since it convened in May 22 and after it disbanded last month. Would the special purpose grand jury investigating possible criminal meddling with the 2020 presidential election recommend former President Donald Trump be indicted? Such a development would be unprecedented. Throughout U.S. history, no sitting or former U.S. president has been charged with a crime, and to complicate matters even more, Trump has declared he is again running for the nation's highest office. Five pages released on Thursday from the grand jury's final report offered few clues, and the excerpts provided no names or proposed charges. Yet jurors wrote that they had provided recommendations on indictments and relevant statutes, which is as clear an indication yet that criminal charges were recommended. But for whom? About two-thirds of the final report remained shielded from public view, and it is in that section where more specifics about recommended indictments are included, like whether our former president should be charged. In other news, a violent weekend has left at least 15 children injured in shooting incidents across Georgia. It's the latest wave of gun violence affecting children in recent years, with firearms now considered the number one cause of death for children in the United States, according to a 2022 Kaiser Family Foundation analysis. No fatalities have been reported in this weekend's Georgia incidents, but the children, including one as young as five, were sent to hospitals for their injuries. In the first two shootings, which occurred in Columbus and Brookhaven, a dozen kids were hurt on Friday. Government and law enforcement leaders across the state and the country have sounded the alarm each time a child falls victim to a shooting, and the multiple victims in Columbus reiterated the dangerous trend. Gun violence affecting children isn't going to be a problem with a simple fix, officials have warned, with many shootings stemming from interpersonal disputes that often take place behind closed doors. And former President Jimmy Carter, a man known for his faith and for his lifetime of helping others, received words of appreciation and comfort from President Joe Biden and a host of other federal officials over the weekend. In a statement released Sunday afternoon and also posted on Twitter, President Joe Biden said he was praying for Carter and his wife, Rosalind. Jimmy Carter, 98 years old, has decided against further medical treatment and instead entered home hospice care surrounded by his family. Members of Congress and other leaders in Washington also joined in sharing on social media their prayers and their appreciation of the 39th President of the United States. The Carter Center did not elaborate on the former president's condition. 
At 98 years old, he is the longest-living American president, having served as the 39th U.S. president from 1977 to 1981. He's outlived two presidents who succeeded him, along with his own vice president. Spoken Layer